What is up, my Sunlight Samurais? How are you guys doing? So, do fish oil increase testosterone? Is it a good idea to use it? Does it increase it or does it have no effect at all? What's the results? Does it increase testosterone? No. End of video. No, I'm just kidding. So, there was an interesting study where they fed mice fish oil and they looked at their testicular function and their testosterone, estrogen, and prolactin to see what happened. What was the effect of fish oil consumption on those markers? So here's the interesting thing. They found that they compared with sunflower oil. So sunflower oil was the omega-6, and then we had the, uh, the omega-3 fish oil. Obviously, you have the omega-6. You have the control diet, omega-6 and omega-3. So they compared all of those together. And they found that the omega-3 was actually worse at lowering testosterone than the omega-6 intratesticular testosterone and it also increased estrogen and prolactin in the serum so despite tanking intratesticular testosterone and estrogen it increased serum estrogen meaning that this highly unsaturated fat is actually highly estrogenic and there is research to suggest that the fat itself depending on the fluidity can influence androgenicity versus estrogenicity. So the more saturated the fat is, uh, palmitic, steric acid, those longer chain fats tend to be uh, androgenic, and the unsaturated fat tend to be more estrogenic because it makes the cell more fluid. So they found very interestingly that despite uh, the fats, both the omega-6 and omega-3 lowered oxidative stress and inflammation. So inflammatory markers was lowered, and then oxidative stress markers was lowered, and these fats increased uh, antioxidant defense enzymes like superoxide dismutase, glutathione peroxidase, uh, catalase, all of this kind of stuff, which means you have less super, um, superoxide, you have less hydrogen peroxide, you have less lipid peroxide, you, because all of these antioxidant defense enzymes are supposed to quench up the oxidative stress to prevent inflammation. This is exactly what they found was low inflammation. Despite low inflammation, they had significantly lower levels of testosterone, hyperlactin, and estrogen. And, but they didn't speculate as to why uh, it caused this dysfunction. And in my opinion, is because these fats are so fluid, which means, um, so even if they are not oxidized, if they, even if they are not damaged by free radicals, they are not, there's no lipid oxidation coming on. These fats are very fluid, which can make the cell more chaotropic. Meaning, like, let's say you have the cell membrane, so it's fats here and fats going inside, so it, it kind of like makes this membrane this and then the stability of that cell membrane or that lipid wall, so to speak, is dependent on the fluidity. So the more fluid it is, the less effective it will keep things in and things out. So, and the less effective things will operate. So for example, the electron transport chain in the mitochondria. So the electron transport chain is the final step in energy production in the cell. If the electron transport chain doesn't work very effectively, you can't produce energy very good and you have an increase in production of reactive oxygen species. So this omega-3 and PUFA, like PUFA in general, are incorporated into the cell, into the cardiolipin that stabilizes the complexes of the uh, electron transport chain. And the more fluid the, the complexes is, the cardiolipin and the complexes of, of the electron transport chain, the less effectively you can produce energy, and the more likely you are to create reactive oxygen species. So I think what's happening is that you have these fats as highly sensitive to oxidation, they create oxidative stress and lipid peroxides. The body then upregulates defense mechanisms through hormesis. Basically, that's what people say, hormesis, right? And now you don't see the increase in oxidative stress and inflammatory markers because these antioxidant defense enzymes quench it. 
So while there is oxidative stress going on, you don't know it because they don't see it. And in this study, they didn't analyze the tissue to see actually how the quality of the tissue looked. But regardless, they had low oxidative stress, upregulated antioxidant defense enzymes, low inflammation, but they had very low testosterone. And they found that these fats, uh, the omega-6 and omega-3, more so omega-3, down-regulated all the steroidogenic enzymes. So just a quick recap, you have cholesterol coming in, the enzyme star transport the cholesterol into the mitochondria where it's going through a cleavage process to create pregnenolone. Then pregnenolone is converted to progesterone via 3-beta-hydroxysteroid dehydrogenase. And then 17-hydroxylase converts it into androstenedione, dione. And then 17-beta-hydroxysteroid dehydrogenase converts that androstenedione dione to testosterone. That's the whole process. That those are the enzymes. And it's found that the omega-3 and omega-6 inhibit star 3-beta, and I think it was 17-beta HSD. So you have a decrease in almost all of the steroidogenic enzymes that produces testosterone. You have less entry into the mitochondria and less production of those steroids, ending up with low levels of testosterone. And there was a study um, quite a few years ago that's frequently cited on the internet showing that omega-6 is inversely correlated. The intake of omega-6 is inversely correlated with testosterone levels. But they didn't look at, they didn't differentiate between omega-3 and omega-6. Now, this study also found that it omega-3 lowered it, and there is another human study, but it was just an observational study, that found that the, that the testosterone levels was inversely correlated with the intake of omega-3. Now, in one scenario, omega-3 intake might be beneficial, it's because uh, inflammation is one of the main things that cause testicular dysfunction. Um, so you want anything that can quench inflammation will protect the testes against the damage so they can work better and produce testosterone. So if someone has gut issues that have an overload of omega-6, using some omega-3 can lower the inflammation and increase testosterone a little bit by lowering inflammation. But at the end of the day, that omega-3 consumption, depending on the dose, will then also lead to lower levels of testosterone than what you would actually have had if you didn't take it. So... If you can have high levels of testosterone, but now you're taking fish oil, you're lowering that. So, Apostle Dino did a really good video on this, talking about um, you don't need to eat fish or supplement it to get enough omega-3. You can literally get all of your omega-3 needs from just eating animal foods, like uh, eggs or tallow or suet. Those kind of stuff have enough omega-3. And when he did his blood values and looked at his lipids, his omega-3 values were at the top of the range despite eating no fish. So you don't have to take omega-3 to get the benefits. And I would stick to animal fats because you get a very good ratio of saturated fat to omega-6 ratio or um, the PUFA. The saturated fat to PUFA ratio is about 10 to 1. So you get 10 times more saturated fat, which is androgenic and even a little bit of anabolic and health-promoting compared to the polyunsaturated fats. So yeah, don't supplement fish oil. If anyone wonders if fish oil is good for testosterone, please send them this video. And also I will link that study for you guys in the description so you can send that study to them as well to check out. And if you're interested in boosting testosterone and maximizing your alpha energy in general, I have created the Alpha Energy course to do exactly that diet, lifestyle, and supplements to create an alpha energy mail. And I will link that for you guys in the description below. So please check it out. Give it a read. And I hope this video was helpful. And I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.